Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Into the Borough podcast here on the Borough Reviews Network. My name is Jared, and back again is Linda, finally, after like three weeks. Yes, I am back and better than ever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that wasn't convincing at all. I'm so sorry. Oof, oof, I am so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You've had a lot going on. Yeah, there's a reason why I've had the last two, three weeks off. It's there's been just this, two. I mean, I was on vacation for one of them. Oops. Well, no, it's been three weeks total, but I I was on vacation and couldn't do things that one time. So yeah, just a lot of big life changes going on for Linda, and it's uh, it's been a handful. But you know what, Linda, Linda's a strong girl, and I am making it through. I really need to stop talking to myself in the third person, but. <laughs> it is what it is. It's fine. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, yeah, we've got a great show for you today on a on a very awkward segue note. Um, we've got a good show. <laughs> We're going to talk about uh, some iCarly maybe here soon. We're going to talk about Clarice getting canceled, which we all saw that coming anyway. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched it though, so I'm curious to know your thoughts, but... Uh, we also have some scream news, and then um, there's a couple things that are getting shifted around. Surprise, surprise! Over at Warner Bros. So, um, and also uh, Fast and Furious Nine F9's opening weekend was astonishing. So we've got all that to cover in the future. But first, like I promised, we're going to talk about iCarly. So I haven't had the chance to watch it, not even an episode. Um, so I'm curious to know from someone who has seen some of it, what are you thinking of it? Uh, <laughs> uh, <it's, laughs> you're not giving me a chance here. Let me just, okay. So it's reminding me of Fuller House, what Fuller House tried to do. And that's making me a little, a little nervous, ex- especially since uh, the two being so similar. And I actually kind of liked Fuller House more. I actually was able to like binge Fuller House and pay attention to Fuller House and like the storylines. And maybe it's just because I'm only like four episodes in. I haven't watched the new one that came out this week yet, but it's just not really working out for me. Like (sighs) Carly is starting up iCarly again on her own. But I feel like they hardly really talk about it, even though they had a whole episode de- dedicated to like finding a certain commenter from the the web show. But it's just she's done some changes to iCarly that I'm still kind of questioning. Yeah. And her best friend in the show, <clears throat> her name is Harper. And she seems very stereotypically sitcom best friendish. Like she, I, I think they've yet to find to find her like rhythm in the show, and it's just it's it's a little bumpy. But I I I'm still planning on watching more of it just to see if my opinion changes. Because like I said, I'm I'm so soon into it, but it also kind of bugs me that Carly is just so focused on her dating life right now, which, you know, you're an adult. Uh, that's, that's fine. Like that is usually a priority for 
some people, I, I guess. Uh, but it's just we're again. I'm like four episodes into it. Every single episode's about her trying to find a relationship and do all this, and it's just like, is that really just all Carly's doing with her life right now? Like, I just wish there was more. But yeah, how many episodes are there? Because they might take a like plot turn sometime maybe. soon. Uh, I think the fifth, the fourth episode released this week. So mm-hmm. there's only been like a few. Let me let me take a look here. Okay, so yeah, the fourth one was just released this last week, and I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. So it's, it's been three episodes. I'm three episodes in because I haven't had a chance and, to watch it yet. Okay, you're three episodes in. There's 14 episodes apparently this season. Um, so you've got a long ways to go still. I mean, there's yeah. a lot that can happen. Um, so there's still hope, and there you know. Is. Sometimes oh. with shows, it takes about halfway through before you're like, okay, okay, fine. Yeah, and Spencer is rich and successful now, and I guess he bought the whole apartment building and, like, updated it. That makes which, sense. Yeah, which I'm not sure about the upgrades he made to the apartments. Maybe he should just, like, stick to sculpting. <laughs> but also, he's kind of turned into a bit of a dick in the show. And maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just my my own observation. But to me, he just kind of seems a little douchey. And he's, yeah, I'm not, I'm not digging that Spencer. Oh, that's a big part of the show too. To not dig. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's like he just kind of seems like an ass now. Like I don't really want to hang out with this Spencer. I want to hang out with poor Spencer. <laughs> with poor. <laughs> Crazy Spencer. Camera focus, focus, focus. The camera isn't focusing. Oh my god. So I just look blurry. I thought I was still drunk. I just (laughs) (laughs) honestly. Whoa, what is going on with this camera? There we go. Oh, okay. Maybe. Jared's camera was really not okay with my opinion there. I was (laughs) like, oh, fuck you. It yeah, it wasn't taken. Um yeah, that's interesting. Um, I wonder what is eventually going to happen if they have... A- I, obviously, they're going at it from an adult perspective, and they're trying to tell more adult stories, it sounds. But at the same time... be an adult and not be such a dick. I mean. Yeah, but at the same time, like what I got from the trailer was they were trying to like rehash a lot of the same jokes and stuff too, all grown up, and that is just cringy. So I hope they're not actually going through with a lot of that stuff. I mean, my favorite, like, quirk of Spencer was always just lighting stuff on fire, Mm -hmm. and that joke is still kind of running, and I honestly kind of enjoy that, because it sounds like he made a really successful sculpture that burnt, I think it was, like, some sort of sculpture of the White House, Mm -hmm. and it was, like, half-melted, and people took it as, like, a statement of, you know, you know, politics and capitalism and shit, and Spencer was just like, I I just sat I just it next to my phone to... and it caught fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was just there are some parts that are like pretty, pretty funny, pretty good, but I'm just I'm still just so on the fence about it. It this show makes me nervous. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda not what you wanted at all. No. Um <laughs> like Carly's pathetic, Spencer's a bit of a dick, and Freddie just hasn't changed, which oddly weird yeah it it did seem weird like if everyone else is slightly different and then you just have this one person that's the same 
with a beard. Like, mm. yeah, he has this like adopted daughter that he got from one of his marriages, and she treats him like garbage. So it's like she's pretty much Sam, and he just kind of takes it, even though she's like what nine. It's like, wow. come on, Freddie, grow up there. <sighs> so yeah, I mean, it's it's Shame. okay. I'm I'm gonna keep watching it. I want to see if my opinion changes because iCarly was like my favorite show growing up. Yeah. So I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna push through it, and oh god, I really hope I don't hate it. <laughs> Me too, because everything that you're saying right now is like, mm, I'm not even gonna bother with it. Um, yeah, interesting. So uh, that is a brief iCarly review. Thank you, Linda, for uh, <laughs> taking one for the team and, and watching yes. iCarly. <laughs> Um, we, uh, are going to take a quick break and then we, uh, are going to come back and we're going to talk about some of the news. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. And Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your first recording. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. We use Buzzsprout and can attest that it is a cakewalk compared to some of the other hosting platforms that we've used. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. So what are you waiting for? Grab your gear that you already have, and then find a quiet space to record and talk about all your favorite things. Following the link in the show notes lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you, gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and helps support our show. We can't wait to hear your passion. And now for your last week's news update. Nelly Andriva of Deadline writes, Clarice silenced, a negotiation stalemate doomed CBS series move to Paramount+. Plus. Clarice was poised to move from CBS to Paramount+, Plus with the promise of a long run for a premiere version of the Silence of the Lambs sequel. Now, prospects for the series appear bleak as negotiations between the Viacom CBS streamer and co-producer MGM have reached a stalemate. It would mean the end of the road for the high-profile drama barring a major breakthrough in the Paramount Plus negotiations, which currently appears unlikely. Reps for Paramount Plus and MGM declined to comment. John Squires of Bloody Disgusting writes, Scream, picture locked in scoring complete on next year's franchise relaunch. The Scream franchise will return to theaters on January 14, 2022. The scoring for Scream is being composed by Brian Tyler, who is known for Furious 7 and Ready or Not. The latest update comes from director Tyler Gillette on his Instagram page this past couple of weeks, saying that the picture is locked and the scoring has been completed. Quote, picture locked. I promise it'll be worth the wait. Peter White of Deadline writes, Disney Plus Shift's original series release schedule shows to launch on Wednesdays. Loki, the Tom Hiddleston-fronted Marvel television series, premiered on Disney Plus on Wednesday, June 9th. 
This was a bit of a surprise given that it originally was dated for Friday, and other series such as WandaVision and The Falcon and the Winter Soldier had just launched ahead of the weekend. But the move paid off for Disney+, Plus, said that Loki, which was created by Michael Waldron and directed by Kate Herron, became its most watched series premiere. Going forward, the streamer will drop all of its originals on Wednesdays. This will include all original scripted, unscripted, and animated series. Disney Plus original movies, however, will continue to premiere on Fridays. Jordan Moreau of Variety writes, Dune shifted three weeks later in Warner Brothers' release date shuffle. The wait for Dune just got a bit longer. Warner Brothers has shifted the sci-fi epic to three weeks later, putting it at October 22nd, when it was previously set for October 1st. The move was part of a larger release date shuffle by Warner Brothers on Friday. Rebecca Rubin of Variety writes, F9 zooms to mighty $70 million debut, shattering pandemic records. The only thing stronger than family? The box office debut of F9, the latest entry in Universal's Fast and Furious saga. After many delays over the course of a year and a half, F9 opened to a stellar $70 million opening from just over 4,000 North American venues. That's by far the biggest start for a movie at the U.S. box office, not just since the onset of COVID-19, but since 2019's Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Opening weekend crowds were 60% male, with 51% of ticket buyers under the age of 25. Overseas, F9 has been a force with international audiences as ticket sales surpassed the $300 million mark. The movie added another $38 million from 45 foreign markets, boasting its tally to $335 million internationally and $405 million globally. Although COVID-era restrictions and consumer hesitations mean overall box office totals for F9 will likely fall short of past fast installments, the action adventure didn't cost any less to produce. And that concludes your last week's news update. If you would like to support The Borough Reviews or the Into the Borough podcast, please consider subscribing to our Patreon campaign. Our Patreon offers four distinct memberships. Candyman, a $1 a month tier to show your general support for what we do. It follows a $2 a month tier that will grant you early access to our videos before they release on YouTube. Hereditary, a $5 a month tier with exclusive podcast discussions and member-only polls so you control what content we focus on each month. And finally, Trick or Treat, a $10 a month tier where you'll get exclusive videos, behind-the-scene content, and all of the other tier perks combined. During these times, it is crucial for us to remain stable, and with your help, we can get there. Head over to patreon.com slash Reviews to sign up. The Borough Reviews, your movie refuge. So last time we talked about Clarice, you had watched, I think, one episode, um, and we haven't really talked about it since, right? I don't Uh, think we have. I watched one episode, and then I stopped. And then you stopped. (laughs) Okay, so I didn't know if you kept going. So that's interesting. Well, apparently there were a lot of other people who did the same thing because it, it got canned can paramount plus said nope we are not gonna do a season two of clarice so 
Um, it's a little unfortunate because it could have been really, really good. It really could have. It had um, potential. It just really did not go through all that well. Yeah. Like the premise and the idea behind it was what really got me. And then I watched one episode and I was like, I'm good. Yeah. Um, so we learned this that it was going to move from CBS to Paramount Plus like a month ago with the promise of a long run for a premium version um, for the Silence of the Lambs sequel. But now it appears that Viacom, CBS, and MGM have reached a stalemate on what to do with it. And because CBS has already committed a full slate for their you know, next year lineup, they didn't have room to really put it in there. And Paramount's like, ah, I don't know, you know. And so it kind of just got killed because no one wanted to do anything with it. No one was like confident in, yes, I want Clarice. Like, I want to keep that with me. So, negotiations came to stalemate, and then voila, like, Clarice is done. Paramount Plus was just like, well, now I don't want it anymore. Yes. Um, And, like, you know, it's sad, but this happens. It's television. This happens all the time, even with shows that you absolutely adore. Um, Honestly, I just got done watching Elite season four on Netflix. And I love elite Spanish drama. It's great. Uh, And uh, it's like one of the few like, you know, subtitled shows I actually watch that aren't anime. Um, Just because I I just love it and the characters. Well, it like, (laughs) yes. Uh, But Netflix, you know, is notorious for being like, ah, second season, third season. We don't need any more seasons after that. Well, there's going to be five elite seasons. And so, like, I'm blessed to be getting another one, like, next year, I think. But, you know, at the same time, this this isn't uncommon, especially not for cable TV at this point, to try something and then to cancel it immediately. I don't know. It, it uh, It's sad because it's another horror property that could have taken off on cable, much like Hannibal, much like um, even... Uh, what was the, there was a, another horror TV show that was based off of a popular, like, Not property. Ash, the only one I can think of right now is Ash vs. Yes, Evil yes, Dead. Yes, yes, thank oh, you, thank oh, you. Uh, I was thinking of that. Um, you know, Ash vs. Evil Dead, what, got four seasons or something? Yeah. Like, and then it got canceled, and that's a great show. Like, honestly. Oh, I'm pretty sure From Dusk Till Dawn uh, got turned into a TV show that was very short I think it did. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love From Dusk and, Till Dawn. Oh, Purge. Purge had one recently as yeah, well, but, which yeah. I did watch a few episodes of, but then I stopped because it wasn't oh, wasn't great. Okay. Um, I mean, everyone knows. The Purge movies just scare me for a whole different other reason, and I don't want to watch them. So, <laughs> <laughs> Like, if I want to watch this, I'd just watch the news. <laughs> well, isn't this an episode for you then? Because we're going to be predicting box office for the Forever Purge uh, <laughs> later on in the crisp hundy. <laughs> crisp um uh no um but you know while some horror properties are obviously dying on cable television you know we have things like scream uh 2022 that um have basically gotten the green light are on the release schedule and have basically gone gold and now i know what you're saying what you're saying going gold is for video games you know don't be a crazy person well it can also be for movies because Scream has now been scored. So they are basically completely through post-production. Uh, they're currently putting the finishing touches up on scoring and then, you know, and then 
and then it's done. It's actually done. The movie is completed. The actual theatrical cut is done. How do you feel? Uh, please let there be a leak. I just want to. I just want to. I just want a leak. I, I just want, want a trailer. trailer. I want a scene. I want it to be leaked and ruined. I just. Want... No. I don't care. I want a leak. Okay. Imagine. Okay. So imagine. Go back to like Scream Two, right? When uh, the leaks, all the leaks happen with the script. Mm-hmm. Now imagine what the original script was. Hallie was one of the killers. It was Hallie and Mickey. And also, I think there was still Mrs. Loomis, or maybe they wrote her in there afterwards. But anyway, Scream 2 was going to end in a just brutal bloodbath with everyone basically dying. And because it got leaked, we didn't get to see that version of the film. Now, am I happy it didn't work out that way because the it would have been done at that point? Yes. But however, that ending sounded kick ass and the fact that we didn't get it i'm kind of upset about so i would hate for something to leak here and then have to go through and try and fix everything and do some you know damage control fine i just well great now i have to become best friends with kyle galliner so i can get something fine i, I mean you've, you've fine. Ha- you guys you've are DM'd twisting him. my arm i'll 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 become best friends with kyle galliner fine god such a chore <laughs> such a chore why don't you why don't you send him a dm and be like hey remember when we talked last year why don't you give me a trailer you bitch just like send him like a you up <laughs> you up <laughs> if you do that that. please send screenshots um i'm gonna get a restraining order (laughs) he's gonna hate me and it's gonna be so funny but so horrible yes (sighs) but the directors have said that the picture is locked and they're finishing the scoring which is being composed by brian tyler who did furious seven and ready or not um so Uh, it's a pretty yeah it's a pretty like tight group of people that are working on it um they seem to be close and to actually work well together so i'm hoping it turns into a good score i'm i'm very sad that it's not marco beltrami i'm very sad i mean there's a lot of people from the scream franchise that aren't going to be back for this one i know but marco beltrami come on I know, but okay. But when you think of Scream, you also think of the the not only the soundtrack, but you also think of the score and like Sydney's theme and like all of these other different the uh uh Dewey's theme. That's a real thing that exists, and I imagine that. Wait, we'll- hang on. I I can't even think of Dewey's theme. Let me YouTube that. You yeah, remember it. we had that whole like conversation about how Scream 4 soundtrack was like the first soundtrack I actually bought off of iTunes. Well, and I listen sc- to it all the time. Yeah, I mean, even Scream 3's soundtrack, though, with uh, Creed and like all of the other like, you know, grunge bands at the time. But Dewey's theme, you know it, you would know it. Um, uh, yeah, it's so recognizable. Yeah. Oh, I know. Hopefully, they're just going to restructure and give us something like fresh. We'll see. Yeah, see, I, I feel like there's a lot of respect to the franchise within this crew, so I, I think it'll be okay. I think it'll I be hope. okay. Too. I'm, tr- I'm, I'm, I have faith, and yeah. you know, I have faith until I see the first trailer, and then I'll make my judgment call after that. Which, speaking of, it'll be soon. Yeah, I mean, well, 
we're about like six months into the year now, and it's supposed to be maybe released in, in January. So maybe at in the a couple very of least, months. We might, yeah, we might be getting a teaser here before too long. The teaser. Now that's a good point. We definitely will be getting a teaser here soon. There you go. Which I mean, we've gotten so many teaser posters. Well, honestly, if we could just get like a screen test of like Ghostface, that would be enough to like put me over the edge. I think. Uh, I want them to kind of roll this movie out like they rolled out the TV show, Loki. Like, how cool would it be if, like, they did some marketing material like they did for the first season on MTV where they, like, go to, like, uh, I don't know. They just invade someone else's movie that's releasing that time. And they do a promo with that cast, like, just, like, do you know what I'm talking about when they did the promo with Teen Wolf and, like, all the other, like, teen... And all the all other of them actors were like and- wearing the masks or they were yeah. like the victim. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was cool. Why don't we do something like that? You know, like just make it fun and exciting again. And right. I think you'll have your audience. Is Roger Jackson not going to be the voice? He is. I think he's back. He is back, I think. I'm fairly certain that he's back. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. You're s- not finding it? No, I'm actually seeing a very interesting movie that he's in. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, Roger Jackson's back for The Voice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where Where is it? What? Hmm. Well, good. Good. Sorry, I got distracted by this very weird movie. Okay, well, that's interesting, Roger Jackson. You do you, bro. <laughs> he doesn't do too much. He no, likes to stay out of the spotlight. Yeah. That's that's fine. You know, he's he's doing his best. So that's that's good. Um, yeah, definitely stay tuned for that because we'll update you basically anytime that we get any other news with Scream. <laughs> I think it's a surefire, surefire thing that'll happen. Um, so. That is the news discussion for this episode. Next, we are going to be talking about the Halloween Kills full trailer. What did we think of it and all of its bloody goodness? Well, we'll discuss that when we come back. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our website, theborreviews.com. If you like indie movies or blockbuster movies and anything in between, really, On our site, you'll find podcasts, movie reviews, opinion articles, and more content that covers all types of cinema. But we especially love a good horror movie here at The Borough. If you're looking for a review of your latest project, we got you covered. Simply search theborroughreviews.com in your web browser and you'll find us. As a company residing in Nebraska, we know just how hard it can be to get your message out to the world, and we're here to help. Find our contact page on our website and fill out the form. You'll also find a list of submission guidelines on the page. And while not every submission will be accepted, mainly due to time restrictions, it is always worth a shot. So, what are you waiting for? Head over to the site now and check it out. The Borough Reviews, your movie refuge. Alright, welcome back from the break. Let's discuss that very bloody Halloween Kills trailer.
not just gonna sit and watch another innocent person die. If you track Michael's victim, that's a straight line to Michael's childhood home. for you, Michael. We finally got the full trailer released. It's been a long time coming, and I wanted your opinion on it before I give mine, because I'm curious. I put out a poll on Twitter, actually. Let me go over to Twitter so I can read the poll, but essentially, I was just trying to figure out what people were thinking about it, because I, a light spoiler alert, I didn't expect what we got and i don't know why but it kind of was not what i had thought would be a first trailer this looks like something that like the film is out now you have to go see it they show a lot in this trailer so i put out a poll and i was like how excited are you after the trailer for halloween kills um and i the couple options that i gave we've had 11 votes so not too many but I had, oh my god, hype. I had groovy. Get it? Ash vs. Evil Dead. Anyway, I had meh. And then I had the little um, emoji with the face that goes like this. It goes like... <laughs> you know what I... You know, I'm like the- sorry. Can we get a screenshot of that? Uh... <laughs> No. And that is why you should be you should be subscribing to our Patreon campaign. That way you can actually see what I just did. Um, <laughs> and so far on the on the poll, eighty one percent of the people that voted for it said, "Oh my god, hype!" Nine percent said groovy. Zero percent said meh. And then nine point one percent said. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, that face basically is like, yikes, um, just to kinda... sum that up. But um, how do you feel about this? I'm curious. Is it Oh My God Hype or is it meh? I voted Oh My God Hype. Oh, you did? I was one of the voters. I, uh, I voted Groovy. Groovy? Yeah. I, I I get it. Yeah. I mean, I like the. I like that it's it's on the same night. Mm-hmm. Just like how it was with the original franchise, you know, how Halloween and Halloween 2 technically take place in the same night. Uh, so I liked that. I loved the intensity of everything. It was super intense. It was. It, I was like, I did Rob. Did, did David Gordon Green drop out and Rob Zombie? Is he taking over? What is this? Like, just, it was. It was intense, and I loved the music that they had along with it. Just that theme song, but just even more anxious. Just like, (laughs) 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 like you know, it it had the little. This is a complete audio and visual experience. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like it (laughs) did the usual like, but in your head you're just thinking, (laughs) you know, you're just. The Borough Reviews presents Into the Borough an audiovisual experience. <laughs> and you know, it was just it was, it was you know, it was yeah. all, it was just crazy and I loved it. And it I love crazy. how it just seems like there's just gonna be a whole freaking mob after Michael My- like I, I I understand why people wouldn't like that, but I just love that they're like building a whole freaking army just to take down this one dude. No, I actually I really Kinda love thematically yeah. The mob mentality aspect of it's really cool. And 
you know, the I guess what I didn't expect from the trailer were so many goddamn kills. Like, he is fucking... They're not lying with the Halloween Kills title. I mean, he is fucking terrorizing this town. And, like, the firefighters that respond to the house fire where he... Obviously, he has to escape. I'm not spoiling any, anything. Don't come at me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he, it shows how he actually escapes the house fire. And, like, fine. I mean, it's definitely... It's definitely an ex machina, but that's fine. We're just going to move past that. Um, and like, you know, I get why they would want to show with a title like Halloween Kills, why they would want to show that Halloween's brutal nature. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I don't know. I just hope that they leave some for the for the goddamn movie. Like, oh, save some. I'm sure me, they will. I feel like that's only just a handful of what we're about to experience. Like, this is going to be just buckets of gore and we've only gotten like a little shot of it i know i just don't don't do any more than this goddamn trailer don't don't do it i don't want to spoil anything i hate it i hate when trailers do this and hopefully it didn't do it it seems like there's a lot more to explore i do have faith are we not going to point out the easter egg of season of the witch though yes the <laughs> it was a cool little moment in the trailer there was a of lot the witch and like just the fact that I mean, obviously, Michael Myers kills people, even if it is just, like, random people. But this one, he's, like, literally just slashing anyone that he literally just sets his eyes on. Like, he'll Mm -hmm. just be like, boom, boom, boom. Instead of just, like, there are some people that he would see and he would just be like, oh, okay. And then walk off and then just kill, like, The last one he did that, you know, where he was like, "Eh, But with this one, he's literally just like, if you see him, you are dead. Like, he's just, he's angry. He's just not a happy camper right now. And, yeah. you know, it sucks to suck, Michael. But it's- <laughs> And, you know, I know David Gordon Green was doing that whole thing in the last one where he's like, ah, he's he's a man. He's still like, he's he's, he's not like super. Well, in this one, they're like asking their, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis at one point, you know, Lori's like, uh, you know, no person would be able to like withstand all of this. Like there's more to this. So it seems like we're also going to build some mythology in this one too, for this new, you know, canon that they're creating. They got to be careful with that though. They, they tried that already and that was not it. They do, but maybe, maybe, you know, they find a way here to actually make it make sense in a more, I guess, um, traditional way rather than being like oh a mysterious cult and like all of this other random shit you know Um, i like that they they made it into like a myth that he was her brother because i feel like that's going to make it a lot easier if they do end up going down that way because otherwise it's just going to be a whole a whole other like messed up family tree that they're going through but I don't. All I know is that a lot of people are going to die in this, and I really want to watch it. I do too. I just want to watch the world burn. If I can't watch the world burn, then I'm going to watch this world burn. It, it from the looks of it, Linda, it's going to fucking ignite. Good. So, um, that is With our whole. I can't get over that. Um, stay tuned. We'll be right back to discuss some box office numbers and box office projection. You know the drill. We'll be right back. I'm sure you know by now, but we have our own YouTube channel. There, we upload video reviews of the latest television shows or movies and stream gaming content weekly. We have a goal 
to reach 100 subscribers by the end of the year. Right now, we are about 12 subscribers away from reaching that goal, and it would mean everything to the team here to be able to accomplish this goal. Simply search the Burr Reviews in YouTube search bar to find us. Make sure to not only subscribe if you like the content, but to give the video a thumbs up and ring the bell to make sure you receive notifications of when we upload or go live. The Burr Reviews, your movie refuge. So F9 opened this past weekend, and unfortunately we didn't get around to predicting box office for this but let me tell you something, I would not have predicted a $70 million opening debut for F9. Um, we all knew that it was going to, you know, be probably hovering around, you know, 50 to 60 million. I don't think there were too many people that quite expected 70 million. It just completely shattered pandemic records. And, you know, we're going to talk about this more and more as more films release, I'm sure. So at a certain point, I'm going to stop covering it because I don't care um, because it just means that things are getting back to normal. Yeah. But for the meantime, for the next couple of months, we are going to talk about when things are doing really well because it's good for people to know that, hey, your your movie theater might not be dead quite yet. And so, you know, after many delays over the course of the last year and a half with F9, you know, with the Vin Diesel and Rock feud, between Tyrese's rants that he went on, you know, occasionally and all of his stuff, it debuted to 70 million with just over 4,000 screens in North America after doing over 300 million worldwide. And that's just basically the China market um, where it hit 300. So this movie has already made just a bucket load of money. And um, does it deserve it? I don't know. Did you get Did you watch it this weekend at all? I'm assuming you didn't. Okay, I did. Um, so let me just briefly say that I understand why it's making 70 million. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just fast and furious. It's what you've come to expect. It's just dumb. Um, but, you know, also, like, there were a lot of people in the theater that were having a really good time with it. Um, a lot of laughter, a lot of talking between people. Um, this was probably the first time in a theater that. I've seen it pretty much fully packed, not not to the point where you're sitting neck and neck with other people, but definitely like every other seat was definitely taken. So you've got to assume that, you know, there are probably like 150 people in there or something. Uh, so it was a pretty packed theater and um, everyone seemed to be enjoying it. I mean, we all knew that like after a quiet place, you know, things like F9 and things like Black Widow were going to come out swinging pretty heavily. And uh, it just goes to show that, you know, the theater industry isn't dead. So are you glad to see such a big number for F9? Or do you wish that it was something else that was getting the treatment, like, say, A Quiet Place? I don't want to be mean. I know you don't want to be mean, but I'm going to make you be mean. Don't, don't take this the wrong way, guys. I don't mean to be mean. I guess I'm just shocked more than anything that that many people are watching F9. Linda, I was one of those people. I know, and I'm surprised you went. <laughs> I like this franchise. That's the thing. Why? There's nine of them. <laughs> it's a saga, Linda. <laughs> F9, the fast saga. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just, uh, 
I don't get it. I mean, you guys already know. I just, I don't get it. I don't get the hype that's around those movies. I just don't, I don't understand. I wouldn't have predicted 70, certainly. I I would have. I would have stopped after whichever movie it was where Vin Diesel got married in a wife beater. That probably would have been where I'd stopped because I always see pictures of those and people are like, I want a relationship like this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, don't it's all about family. As I'm like snorting in bed like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, that's how she feels about this. Um, <laughs> I don't get it. Okay, I'm cur- and we'll we'll talk about it more. I am curious if this made so much money. No, no, not about this specifically, <laughs> but what I'm about to talk about is what we'll talk about in the future, which is Black Widow in a couple of weeks. Like, what the hell is that going to do if this made seventy? You know. Like, is that going to be our first, like, film to almost breach 100 million, like, since, what, um, 2019? Like, it's a big deal. Uh, and I'm really curious to know, like, what happens to the franchise after this. But enough of Fast and Furious. Uh, let's get into, <laughs> before before any more discussions are to be had, um, why don't we talk about The Forever Purge, which is releasing this Friday the 2nd on my birthday. I get the Forever Purge on my birthday. Well, um, the last Purge movie was, uh, I think it was projected like 17 million and it ended up at 13, um, which is about where um, In the Heights came in and about where The Wrath of Man came in. I think Wrath of Man was like 11 million uh, and In the Heights did 13. So I was wondering, I know that you're not a huge fan of the purge movies either this really isn't your day this really isn't your day hey at least i didn't make you talk about dune getting pushed back three weeks i'm just over that movie i'm over it i don't i don't care i didn't want to watch it anyways but i i am curious to know like where your projection sits for their uh for the forever purge because i already told you my prediction um okay let me let me I gotta write it down. <laughs> Shut up. So we're even right now, by the way. Um, oh really? Oh wait, are we? No, because I got I never conjuring. Got, like the box office results for the last one we did, did we? I got. Um, well, the last one we did was in the Heights. Yeah. How much did that make? Uh, Thirteen. You said twenty-four, but you were closer, so I'll give that one to you. Oh, well, even I, though oh yeah, because you said twenty five, so I said twenty four, didn't you? Even though none of us really made that, uh, but yes, it's you. So it's split. So I got Hitman's Wife's. Um, I actually predicted fifteen for that, and it came in at fifteen. Um, oh, that's not fair. I didn't even do a box office projection for that one. <laughs> okay, well, you weren't that's on the box. Bull. That's bull. <laughs> Okay. You didn't even give me a chance on that okay, one. Okay, out of the ones that you've done, then then you've got two and I've got one. Y'all, he cheating. <laughs> um, he I'm cheated. saying 13. I'm saying 13 for the Forever Purge. 13 million? Yeah. Only 13 million? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going at least 20 million. Mm, that's high. You're going high there. That trailer was bad. It has Josh Lucas, and I don't even. Oh yeah, I like I Josh you Lucas. 
But do you? Because I feel like you complain. No, I'm thinking of someone else. Um, who do you complain about a lot? The guy from Winchester. Which one? Not Damien Bashir. Not uh, no, because Damien guy from Winchester. I complain about. Okay, listen. These are the people I, I the people I complain about. I complain about Scott fucking Eastwood because the guy can't act. I complain. Who was in Winchester? I don't even remember. I'm looking it up. Um. IMDb, Winchester. Oh my god. Uh, Jason fucking Clark. (laughs) (laughs) You complain about Jason Clark a lot. You're always like, I "I like Jason Clark. Don't get me wrong, but he sucks. I like Josh Lucas in Poseidon Avenger. I love Poseidon. Poseidon. Yeah. See, Josh Lucas is in that, and he's good. Um, But, I mean, he's the only draw. Josh Lucas in Poseidon. He was the main guy. He was not the main guy. Yes, he was. No, Kurt Russell was the main guy. No, Josh Lucas was the main guy in the movie. I will fight you. Yes, yes. He wasn't even the boyfriend that made it. What are you talking? Mike Vogel was the boyfriend that like helped Emmy Rossum out of the boat. Josh Lucas. Wait, hold on. Josh Lucas was the guy with the kid, with the not with the kid, but he basically he didn't have the kid. But. No, but but he was the main character of that movie, really. Like not really, Kurt Russell was. He was just no, some Kurt guy Russell helping a lady died. out of a boat. Yeah, doesn't mean he wasn't a main character. He died at the end, and he was the one it with the daughter that made it out. He was the one with the future son-in-law that made. It. Come on, guys, Kurt Russell's the main character. Poseidon was a good movie oh though, which is God. why I'm really glad we're talking about it. But Josh Lucas <laughs> was hard. He was. It was a group ensemble led by Kurt Russell. I'll. Fight I'm not going to concede my point, but fight me. <laughs> I'm in um, fighting mood right now. Let's do it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but the only the only draw to the Forever Purge is Josh Lucas for me because really the trailer was meh. I don't really care. Um, the premise is fine, whatever, but um. I think that, yeah, 13 million is about where I sit uh, just because I don't think that there's very much attention to this movie like there has been in the past. Even the first Purge had more word of mouth going around than this movie does, even though they're marketing it pretty heavily. Um, I just don't see it doing more than 15. So I'm going to say 13. Uh, fine, I'll change it to fifteen because I no. think it's higher than thirteen. No, no. I say no. thirteen. You haven't no. even written it down. I can't even see it because your camera's messed up. Oh, there it is. Oh crap. <laughs> change it to. Can you change it to fifteen for me, please? <laughs> fine. Because, because you know you cheated. Uh huh. You did. Uh huh. And God, the purse just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. It makes my stomach hurt. Yeah. It just, I don't know. I just, it's a very unforgiving franchise that I am not a big fan of. It makes me very upset for all the wrong reasons. And this one just seems like it's going to be going to make me feel the worst of all, especially since every time we watch a purge movie, I'm just like, 
it could happen. And then I watched this one. I was like, this is what would happen. And it just makes me upset. Okay. Yeah. It just upsets me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make me feel like the thrill, like, ooh, this is spooky. It could happen in real life. No, it's this could actually freaking happen. And it pisses me off. Because I don't want to be a part of that, but I might have to be sometime soon. And it just upsets me. Like, this is my future. Good thing I have something to look forward to. So it's fine. And that's why it upsets me. That's a very nice pen. Thank you for showing it to me. Oh, oh, his camera. (laughs) (laughs) My camera's fine. Actually, you look blurry on my end, too. Rude. That's just my face. (laughs) 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 <laughs> all right well that's your box office projection 15 for linda 13 for jared for the forever purge which releases on the second we'll let you know next week who is right and who is wrong it's gonna be her anyway um oh, moving on <laughs> up we next to throw hands virtually that's cool <laughs> up next uh we have uh what's new to streaming and um yeah that's about it for this episode of the podcast but Stay tuned for that so that we can talk to you about what's new this week for you. And then um, after that, stay tuned. See who's right for the Forever Purge. We'll be right back. All right. I'm sure you're all wondering because you missed out on last week's episode because there was none. What you can watch at home? Well, we have False Positive on Hulu. The addition to the pregnancy horror genre plums the fraught. I don't know why they're talking like this. <laughs> this addition to the pregnancy horror genre plums the fraught world of infertility. Um, it's uh, the movie uh, that is drawing comparisons to genre OG Rosemary's Baby, which uh, is really interesting comparison to make. So I might just have to check it out. But the LA Times Katie Walsh says. Glazer's character Lucy is an isolated as um, and afraid as Rosemary Woodhouse, uh, alone in New York City, surrounded only by men and a hostile and untrustworthy woman. Um, so that started streaming on the twenty fifth, and Ooh. again, it's on Hulu. Do you have some words about that one? The reviews are not great. On oh, they aren't. <laughs> um, but it's fine. Maybe they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you also have Bosch season seven on, I think this is on Amazon. Yeah, this is on Amazon prime. Iconic LA detective. Harry Bosch is back to crack a few more cases among them, an apartment building arson and the murders of three unidentified young women in the series seventh and final season. Um, so if you like this show, this is something to check out. I'm not sure if it's necessarily the place to start watching it if you haven't yet um being as it's the seventh and final season but that is on amazon prime for you if you're interested and then also we have the ice road on netflix linda since you graciously pointed out everything about the ice road and its reviews why don't you go ahead and read the description for that one don't mind if i do Liam Neeson and Lawrence Fishburne are daring ice road truckers bent on rescuing a couple dozen trapped Canadian miners in this dad thriller. (laughs) (laughs) The New York Times criticized the movie's hackneyed plot, poorly visualized stunts, and characters whose behavior can defy common sense. But you could do worse on a Saturday morning. Yeah, what a great, what a great little review. 
I just um, love how this is a movie that Liam Neeson made after he said he'd stop doing thrillers. I know, right? He was like, oh, I'm done with action and thrillers and blah, blah, blah. And then he makes The Ice Road. You can just and- tell that he's mentally checked out. Like, I don't even fucking care if you're going to give me a paycheck. Well, also, like, he, you know, he said that he was done. And then, I don't know, I feel like I've been seeing promos for this movie for, like, a year now. Like, a year and a half of just, like, the ice road, the ice road. Or at least there's been at least some other movies, maybe not with Liam Neeson, that have, like, come out that have been the same exact plot. And I'm just sick of it at this point. Um, it but has yeah, that's- better reviews than false positive. Well, see, there so, you go. So maybe you go. watch you the ice road. You could do worse on a Saturday morning. <laughs> um so yeah those are your new uh, titles to streaming as of this week and we'll uh, also by the way elite came out last week if you haven't watched elite on netflix i would suggest you go watch elite it's a spanish drama thriller and also like comedy i don't know really well made show i really like it um and it's like spanish like like spain spanish and like so, like all the accents are just, uh, it's lovely. Anyway, um, and all the all the people are so hot. Listen, that's a show where everyone is like, no, 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 Linda, oh, you don't understand. The show I was telling you about has a really cute guy in it, like two cute guys. Mm. Okay, that's that's the reason that I need to check it out. Then that's <laughs> like I don't really British, care about it's... your recommendation, but two hot guys, you got me sold. <laughs> No, <laughs> I'm like, kidding. One of them's a singer. He's not really good, but he's really cute when he's doing it. But the other one's like a really cute bad boy type guy. Mm-hmm. And like it's British and it's like fun British. And it's it, it's it got really cute British boys. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So you I'll got the Spanish and the British boys. <laughs> those are your recommendations. <laughs> I guess if you just want to be thirsty, um, those yeah, are your recommendations. We're, we're just having a thirsty month right now. We've I been guess talking about it for the last like evening. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, he's got Elite, and I've got my Mad Fat Diary on Hulu. That one's a little older, but it's a hidden gem that I've I've found this last month. So I've been watching it, and it's it's quite lovely. I love that show. So if you want to give that one a try, you definitely can. Especially yeah. if you want to see two key British boys. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is all that we have for what's new to streaming. So that's that that basically is the show today, Linda. That it was a very quick show, actually. It was, but it was it was I liked being back on. I've missed yes. you guys these last two weeks. I've also missed doing this. It's uh it brings me a sense of like normalcy. Like everything's right in the world if I'm able to do this, you know. The world's a little chaotic for us right now, but you know, we we look forward to this evening where we can just sit down and chat with you guys about the things we love most, which is talking shit about Fast Night. <laughs> and also the Forever Purge. And the Forever um, Purge. And Clarice, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> we just love roasting things while also just hyping up Scream and Halloween. So and we <laughs> that's got to literally all, all our that. podcast is. That is all of our podcast. <laughs> They're all like this movie's shit. But also, did you hear about Scream? Did you hear, did you about, hear about, about Halloween? Halloween? But this oh this God. movie's stupid. Don't don't bother. Also, we didn't talk about it, but the Candyman trailer. We got a new trailer for that, oh, yeah, um, which revealed more like plot details and stuff. And that was really cool to see. I can't wait for that one. That's another one that is coming out, I think, in August. And uh, I know it's coming out soon. We get an August release on a horror movie? 
Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell We're going to yeah. watch it. We'll watch it. Um, so yeah, a lot to look forward to in the future. Make sure if you haven't already subscribe to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash the borough reviews over there, you get exclusive perks. There are four different tiers, uh, depending on how much you want to contribute each month. And like beyond that, you don't have to contribute, you know, more than one month. If you just want to give us a one-time donation, that's totally fine too. Anything that you do helps support the show and keep us independent from being censored because that is a real thing. Uh, yeah, and that's my fault. I got a potty mouth. If you like my potty mouth, then just donate some money. I'm pretty sure most episodes it's me more than you, but you also do. Yes, it's we both have a potty mouth. I have to watch my mouth at work. I I need a way to just let out all my shits and. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, my mom's gonna call me screaming tomorrow when she's listening to the podcast. Like Linda, I'm just be like, "What the fuck, mom?" (laughs) What? (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Oh, we'll see. I mean, I don't have to worry about that because you know, dead. But come on, anytime, anytime that I can throw it in, I'll sling it in. Um, no, that's we like to make jokes. If you if you can't make a joke, then die. you should probably just also die too, you know? Stop! God, it's getting so risky in here. It is. And this is why I support our patron campaign, so we can keep talking mad shit like this. Um, I don't have to be on the patron page to have Jared remind me every 10 minutes that it's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Roast. <laughs> Uh, great, lovely. Dude, I'm sorry, your mom died. No, lovely way to end the show. <laughs> that really sucked. God, I'm, gonna hate me I don't hate you though, so don't hate her. We all can have fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That what a what a great show. No, seriously though, YouTube is um a place where even our videos get demonetized because I had the little trailer clips into this, you know. So we automatically get demonetized every time we upload to YouTube. Um, so I don't even care anymore. Like as long as I'm not getting copyright strikes, I could care less. <laughs> you can't. I'm sorry, I was just thinking like when you're friends with Jared, you can't even ask him to hang out with you without him throwing the fucking orphan car. <laughs> like, sorry, can I'm no <laughs> This all comes out. <laughs> uh, ooh. I don't know what she's talking about, y'all. I I don't. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. I have to pay bills. My parents are dead. Um, wow. You know, I'm like Sydney in the first scream to tie it all in. Oh God, you're comparing yourself to Sydney. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> what a good time. I've missed you so much. <laughs> I missed you too. I've had uh, so many dead parent jokes that I've been just bottling up. <laughs> Saving it all for this one special night. Yeah, I was like, I can't wait till I see Jared. <laughs> so I can tell him that he sucks and his parents are dead. Uh, oh my god. <sighs> it's okay, you can do the, the, the parents are divorced card on. <laughs> Like, sometimes I still use that as an excuse. Like, sorry, I'm just acting out. My parents got divorced. My parents got divorced. You know, one time they yelled at me. (laughs) (laughs) One time, being the youngest, I wasn't spoiled, and I just haven't recovered since. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, man. What a good show. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Uh, that concludes today's episode, so stay tuned for next week, and we'll see you then. Bye. Bye.